of the U.S. And, and in every nation. We need honor. Honor has been lost. So let's talk about honor. What is honor? How do we get to honor? How do we learn to give honor? You know, what, what, what is the deal? How do we know honor? If, if we know God, then is honor, can honor be a bridge to God? You know, there's a word pontiff, and it, it means bridge. Someone who is a bridge or brings God to man and man to God. So, you know, Christ in us is the hope of glory, but it's also the hope of honor. We just don't, no one talks about honor. And unfortunately today, no one gives honor. So the truth is that when we're full of God, when we're full of Christ, there's no, actually no need of a bridge <laughs> because fullness is the key. If we're full of God, his character is honor. So our choice is honor and worship God, honor and respect the one he made. One gives rise to the other. If we honor God, then honor comes through us. Worship is such a key in today's world because we give honor to the Lord. But so many of us, we give honor to the Lord, and we go right outside the door of wherever we were giving honor to God, and we dishonor God's people. We dishonor even people that don't know the Lord. We honor them because God made them. They are God's workmanship. You are God's workmanship. If you don't know the Lord, you are his workmanship. He made you, and you just need to get to know him. You just need to make friends. Make friends with God because he wants to make friends with you. So if you're watching this and you know somehow you stumbled on it by accident and you don't know Jesus as your Savior, you need to get to know him. Get to, get to the place where in knowing him you understand what honor is because you're worthy of honor as God's workmanship. He made you. So the kingdom of heaven is the kingdom of light, and it's a culture of honor. The kingdom of heaven, you know, the Bible says the kingdom of heaven is in you, and so the kingdom of heaven in us, we need to get to know. <laughs> we need to get to know. What does that mean? What is in this kingdom? You know, the easy one is the righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. We, we read all these scriptures, but what else is in the kingdom? Daniel 12, 3, and the teachers and those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the firmament. Woo! Those in the kingdom, the teachers and those that are wise, they shall shine like the brightness of the firmament. And those who turn many to righteousness, to right standing with God, shall give forth light 
like the stars forever and ever. Wow! I just love that. The Bible says Jesus is the outraying of the divine. And as he is, so are we in this world. That's in 1 John. As he is, so are we in this world. So we should be giving out the rays of light just as Jesus does. They shall shine like the brightness of the firmament. So then we come to Romans 2.11. Glory and honor and peace will be awarded to everyone who does good, the Jew and also the Greek or the Gentile. So the, the word in Greek, the word for honor is time. It means value. It means uh, esteem. It, it, it means dignity itself. King James uh, calls it precious or price or or, or honor. So we know all these scriptures love one another, you know, Romans 12, love one another, render to whom, to whom tribute is due, to whom uh, taxes or custom is due, uh, honor to whom honor is due. I love that. Render honor to whom honor is due. I want to tell you a little story. A dear friend uh, Shawnee Boykin, and uh, she's a, a spiritual daughter. And she came to me a couple of years ago, and she said, the Lord's told me to do an honor banquet. Well, I'd never heard of such a thing. An honor conference, that's what she called it, an honor conference. Yeah, actually, I think it was like three or four years ago. And I didn't, I didn't, I, you know, I thought, okay, I, I never even thought of that. And so then she told me the kicker. She wanted to do it uh, the first of the year. I mean, like New Year's Day weekend. And I said, I tried to argue with her. You know, this is bad timing. People are going to be doing family stuff and, you know, so on and so forth. And so, you know, you should always pray because <laughs> I, I, you know, I, had a, I was really not sure that I was in, in favor of this. And then I prayed about it. And the Lord said, yes, this is me. And so she, she had an honor conference. And she, she brought those that she felt she wanted to honor in this conference, and I was one of them. And, she, and then she had us speak on honor, and it loosed something in our city. We're, we're in the city, general city of Houston, the area of Houston. It loosed something in that city for that time. It was really interesting. And so about two or three years later, some other good friends of mine had an honor banquet. And they, at, they invited hundreds of pastors and leaders who had been serving the Lord, I think it was 25 years or more. And they gave gifts. They gave us a, a, a thing uh, for the Bible Museum. They, they, they honored God's leaders and God's teachers. And there is a culture a spirit of honor that is released when you choose to do that, when you choose to give honor to whom honor is due. And so obviously we give honor to God because we know it's a commandment in the, in the scripture. 2 Samuel twenty-two thirteen. out of the brightness before him, that's really interesting, out of the brightness before him, coals of fire come forth. So that's who he is. He's a consuming fire. 1 Chronicles 16, 27. So therefore, glory and honor are in his presence. Now, it doesn't just mean that people around are angels, which they are, 
giving honor, giving honor, that also means that he is filled with honor. Glory and honor both have a weightiness to it, a substance to it, a value to it. It's something to be esteemed. The Hebrew in that scripture is magnificence, splendor, beauty. That's glory, magnificence, splendor, beauty, comeliness, excellency, gloriousness, majesty. There's a scripture that uh, scripture from that scripture we sing a song, all honor, all glory, all power to you. See, we we know as we know God, the more we know God, the more we know him, the more we want to pour out glory to him. Now, something happens when we do that. When we pour out glory and honor to him, then his presence is magnified in us, through us, and in the place we are, and then back in us, and it's a cycle of life. So that's why worship is so important. We sing, and we give honor, and we give glory, and then we ourselves are filled with honor. And then we ourselves give more love and more honor to our fellow citizens of the kingdom. It's a, it's a cycle. You know, in England, many, many, many years of centuries of, of dynasty upon dynasty of kings, they know how to give honor and respect to the royalty because of the centuries of it. It's a culture of honoring the king. I just love that. Because we need a culture of honoring the king. In the book of quotations, Rupert Brooke says, Honor has come back as a king to earth and paid his subjects with a royal wage. And nobleness walks in our ways again. And we have come into our heritage. We live in the kingdom with the king, the king of all kings. And so nobleness walks in our kingdom. And our heritage is a heritage of honor. And so we receive honor, and we'll, we'll look at those scriptures. He gives us honor. We give him honor. Jesus gave his father honor. The Father gave Jesus honor. Jesus gave the Holy Spirit honor. It's a culture of honor. Shakespeare says, my honor is my life. Both grow in one, honor and life. Take honor from me, and my life is done. So honor is a part of that life of God that moves in us and through us. We can't just... I once said, you know, the Holy Spirit isn't like a cafeteria. You can't just choose this and this and this, but not this and not this and not this. That's not the way the Holy Spirit works. It's not the way the Godhead works. It's not the way the kingdom works. One and all. It's all in one. All in one. And so we must recognize and give honor to whom honor is due. There's an old proverb, not in the Bible, I don't think. It says, it's a worthier thing to deserve honor than to possess it. In other words, 
it's a worthier thing to be worthy of honor. See, that's why we say to the Lord, you are worthy of honor and worthy of praise. The reason we say that is because honor is in him and a part of his nature and a part of his character, and that's a mystery. But we say you are worthy of honor. What we need to recognize is our fellow citizens in the kingdom are worthy of honor. We may not agree with them. We may not like their actions. We may not agree with their doctrine. We may not agree with their theology. But we honor them because honor is in the kingdom and because they are in the kingdom, they are worthy of honor. Honor and respect. That doesn't mean we worship them the way we worship God. It means that we give respect and dignity. So synonyms of honor, dignity, distinction, you know, esteem, respect. That's a synonym of honor. So Webster's Dictionary says to, to honor is to revere or to respect, to treat with deference and submission. Where is that today? Please, somebody tell me. When I look at the, at, the, at the streets, where is honor today? You and I, that's our responsibility because we know what honor is and therefore we need to give it. We need to give respect to the laws of the land. We need to give respect to the, the leaders of our country that we elected. <laughs> we need to give respect and honor because that's what we are called to do in the kingdom. So, number two, to manifest the highest veneration for in words and actions. Let our actions re reflect respect in today's world. Respect your teachers. You may not agree with them, everything they say. Respect your pastors. You may not agree with everything they say, but you and I, the honor is full of the brightness of the king. And so we activate that honor and that brightness in us, and we say, I choose to honor. Today I'm going to choose to honor because that's a part of the kingdom. So this is, you know, Webster's Dictionary. So John 5 says that all men should honor the Son even as they honor the Father. Number three, to dignify. That's to honor someone, to dignify them, to raise. That's what they did at the honor conference. And that's what they did at the honor banquet. They, they raised to distinction. They elevated in rank. They exalted. They paid tribute to. Number four, to glorify. Number five, listen to number five, please. To treat with due civility and respect in the ordinary intercourse of life. <laughs> Let's revive honor in our society. Let's revive honor in our nations, in every nation. Let's revive honor. Let's send it out ourselves, and let's encourage all our friends to send out honor, and then suddenly honor, we will see it. We will reap what we sow. We're going to sow honor. Let's sow honor. Let's sow respect. Let's sow dignified respect. And then number six, True nobleness of mind. I want to have nobleness of mind. I don't know about you. The Bible tells us to put on the mind of Christ. And the mind of Christ honors. So you and I, we need to honor. Now, dishonor, of course, is opposite. Uh, the, 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 the dictionary definition of dishonor is the in, to insult. 
If you dishonor, you are insulting. You are discrediting and you are treating disrespectfully. That is not in the kingdom of heaven. That is not God's way. That's not God's heart. That's not God's mind to dishonor. Because the commands of the culture of the kingdom, the culture of honor, says honor your father and mother, Exodus 20. Honor the, 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 those that are older than you, the, uh, the old man, the old woman. Psalm 84, the Lord is a sun and shield. Now remember, the brightness of the Lord, the culture of light, is a culture of honor. The wise show forth that brilliance, that light outshining, outraying as such as Jesus did. So God is a sun and shield and he bestows favor and honor and he doesn't withhold any good thing. Don't decide you disagree with someone and then just withhold honor. So man honors God. The, the angels honor, uh, honor God. Um, in Judges 13, the man Manoah, he honored the angel of the Lord. He said, what's your name? And, and when your words come to pass, how can we honor you? Let us know who you are so we can honor you. There was a, a desire immediately to honor, immediately to respect. If some pastor walks in the room, I honor him, I respect him. I may have just seen something that he put out that I totally disagree with, but I'm telling you that I honor him because of the office that he walks in that God gave him. So God, you know, God shows us when he honors kings. 1 Kings 3.13, you know, both riches and honor I've given you. He gives honor to kings. He honors us. I can't even, that's a mystery. Why would he honor us? Psalm 8, verses 4 and 5, What is man that you're mindful of him, and the son of man that you visit with him? If you haven't been visited by God, invite him in. <laughs> he likes to visit. He likes to dwell in us. If you don't know him, ask him to come visit. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of David, the God of the prophets, the God who gave us Jesus Christ, invite them to visit. You will be shocked as the honor walks in and takes abode inside you and makes a place. So you've made him a little lower than the angels and you've crowned him, man, you've crowned him with glory and honor because he made us to be like him. And he is full of honor. <laughs> it's really very simple. He's full of honor. And there again you have that word hadar, in the, in, the, uh, in the Hebrew, magnificent, splendor, beauty, gloriousness. We strengthen one another in the body of Christ. When one is weak, another is strong. We strengthen one another. We should begin to strengthen one another in honor. We honor one another. God says, Psalm 91, verse 14, because he has set his love on me. So if you set your love on the Lord, he says, I will deliver him. Do you need deliverance? Set your love on the Lord. He says, I will set him on high because he's known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. Psalm 91, 14 and 15. So today we need deliverance. You and I, we all need deliverance. Today we need deliverance. Today we have trouble. 
He is with us. We are not alone. The God of honor, the God of glory, the God of majestic brilliance and light, and he is our sun and our shield. He is with us in trouble. And so we call on him, and he honors us. It's a mystery. Life with God is a mystery. We're going to talk about that in our, in our, next, uh, in our next lesson. So we all have this honor. We all have this wisdom. So interesting. Proverbs 4, 8. Exalt wisdom and she will promote you. And wisdom, it says, will bring you to honor when you embrace her. I love it. See, this culture of honor brings all the good things. We open the door to honor and in comes wisdom. We open the door with humility, the scripture says. Proverbs 15, 33. The worshipful fear of the Lord brings instruction in wisdom, and humility comes before honor. So the more you know about God, the more you know you don't know. That's a sign that you know God, is how much you know you don't know. <laughs> so in humility, we admit we don't know anything. We don't know anything. We just want to know more of God. We want to know more of Him. We want to call on His name. We want to love Him. We want to honor Him. We want to honor Him. We want to pour out upon Him our honor. Jesus says in John 8, 54, If I honor myself, now listen, this is really interesting. If I honor myself, my honor is nothing. It's my Father that honors me, so that you will say, He is your God. See, Jesus said He didn't do anything or say anything that He didn't see the Father doing and saying. He said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. So He was always constantly humbling Himself. He says He's meek and lowly. He was humbling Himself and giving honor to the Father. And over and over and over, he taught us, don't honor yourself. Don't highly exalt yourself. Pride goes before a fall. Don't exalt yourself. Don't push yourself forward. Don't say, you need me to come because I can do this and I can do that. That's putting yourself before the Lord that is in you that is the message. <laughs> we are light bearers, and we release light, and we release honor, and we exalt God and not ourselves. So that exaltation is doxa, glory. Wide, wide application of dignity, glory, honor. If I honor, my honor is nothing. But if God glorifies me, then you know God. If God glorifies me, you don't know me. If God glorifies me, you know God. I'm God's child. I'm God's vessel. I'm God's pipe that he pours his living water through. And so are you. And so 1 Thessalonians 4, 4 then tells us about ourselves. It says, so each one of you should know how to possess, control, and manage his own self, his own body in consecration, purity, separated from profane things, but to possess your body in honor. So our activities, our behavior 
should reflect honor. Our behavior, the way we, the way we conduct ourselves in all situations, we should be conducting ourselves, managing ourselves in consecration, in due honor of what God has made us to be. We need to realize who we are. We need to realize who He is. Then we need to realize how we can pour Him out. Out of that purity, He said, Be ye holy, for I am holy. So, we give honor. Now, I really want to emphasize we give honor to the elders that rule. It says 1 Timothy 5, 17, we give honor to those that rule, that they're worthy of double honor. So those that are in positions of leadership, those that are in positions of, of secular leadership, they're worthy of honor. And they're really worthy of double honor. So that's double respect. So you and I, we need to honor God. We need to worship God. We need to bow before God and let His honor begin to move through us in all glory, in all praise. Revelation 5.13, this is my last scripture. And I heard every created thing in heaven and on earth and under the earth, in Hades, the, the place of the disparted spirits, on the sea and all that is in it, crying out together to him, who is seated on the throne, and to the Lamb, be blessing and honor and majesty, glory, splendor and power, might and dominion forever and ever through all the eternities of the eternity. All honor, all respect. Let us honor the authorities as we're commanded by God. Let us honor and respect one another. But most of all, let us honor God. Kingdom honor and brightness and glory. Let God shine forth through all his people in a culture of honor, in a brightness of his appearing. So Lord, we pray that honor begin to be released through your people more and more and more in every race, every culture, every nation under heaven, that we begin to release honor, release honor, honor to all whom honor is due. God tells us to release it. We release it, God. Give us an attitude change that we can release honor. Oh, God, we honor you today. We honor you. We worship you. We magnify you. We exalt you. You who are worthy. You are worthy of honor. Worthy of glory. And worthy of blessing. We bow before you. We say, be exalted in the nations. O oh, mighty, mighty one who rides upon the wings of the wind. O oh, God most high, we give you all glory, all honor and all power in the precious